can you provide like an overview what CPF is and basically how it's funded and how it's treated from a, a Singapore tax perspective? Okay, uh, CPF is um, a defined scheme in, in pension scheme in, in Singapore. So essentially, uh, all employers have to contribute. Uh, so do the uh, employees, right? So it works uh, similarly in some countries like Malaysia. So in terms of uh, tax-wise for corporate, uh, they get tax deduction for whatever uh, contribution they make to uh, the employees. And uh, obviously, the the individuals get a tax deduction at the individual tax level for the contribution they made. Yeah. So it's a pension that, uh, for for uh, PR and above, PR and citizen, right? In the past, uh, many, many years ago, I couldn't remember, I think in Singapore, during the industrialization, I think they, they do give CPF for non non-singaporean non-pr but no longer now yeah no longer yes yeah th thanks for that yeah when i arrived in singapore nine years ago and i remember some of the when i started working the practice in singapore some of the long-term u.s citizens working in singapore did at some point in time have cpf so that's a point so we get this question all the time it's particularly from singaporeans who may be moving to the u.s or from u.s persons in Singapore, whether you be a green card holder or citizen who may be considering PR, a PR application to Singapore, or your PR might just be about to be approved, which may be the case of this person who sent this question through, right? So, you know, as Bunyip says, it is, it will reduce your taxable income from a Singapore perspective, but not from a US perspective. It does not. So by contributing to the CPF from a US tax perspective, unfortunately cannot, it, it doesn't reduce your taxable income. In addition, the employer contribution to your CPF may be taxable as a benefit to you. So it may increase your U.S. tax liability. And at the end of each year, you log into your CPF account and you get that statement because uh, it works on a calendar year like the U.S. If you have interest, you, any return on the CPF investment, so the interest becomes taxable to you on your Schedule B. The CPF also would appear on your FBARs, so FinCEN 114, which will be your foreign bank account report. We need to include the CPF there as well. And if you go, if your combined financial assets exceed certain thresholds, it may also be on the FATCO form of the form 8938, which forms part of your US tax returns. So the CPF is very important if it is as a US person and you're considering to become, I mean, it's, it's, it presents itself as a slightly uh, additional compliance burden from a U.S. perspective, but of course, the returns on that investment is, you know, depending on your situation, of course, but it probably makes it all worthwhile. So, good luck in your PR application. I the mean, for just, uh, oh, sorry, sorry, just to add on a little bit, just uh, uh, for for uh, foreigners, so PR who uh, leave the country for good for Singapore mm -hmm. and yeah. give up their resident status can actually get back uh, from the CPM mm -hmm. or their money, right? That's not a yeah. that, that that's that's a great point that it is if it is that you know for whatever reason you you decide to leave Singapore it is you you can cash out and that and that happens all the time we, we we see that when someone for whatever reason things don't work out in Singapore and you return to the US you can cash it out and because you were declaring it every year on your US return so it's after tax income so you get it tax free you take it in and, and you move with it so yeah that's a great point thanks for for that. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.